last time on Geek Force. The squad talked about Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard, and it talked about what the future of Sony PlayStation will look like with Xbox taking up all the places. Cat announces the Crunchyroll Award nominees, and Ray talks about League of Legends on Netflix, the hit show Arcane, and Cat Neeming discuss the ending journey of Attack on Titan, but see what we're talking about now, today, on Geekforce. Welcome to Geekforce, where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the amazing, awesome, badass G-Squad of Marlon, Ray, and Eming. Welcome back, That's you guys, us. to a brand new episode. Hi. How's everyone? Thumbs up. Awesome. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'm just excited because of the topics today. We had a fun weekend of watching some great content, hearing some great news being dropped these past few days, and I'm just, oh, I can't wait to talk about it and share about it with all our listeners. Um, but hey, guess what? Now we get to kind of get into the D&D side of our little uh, yes. fandom. Because guess what happened on Friday? I'm willing to let Marlon explain. <laughs> Well, the adventure began um, with uh, our good folks at the Critical Role with their DM beside them and their nerdy best friends. Uh, And uh, it got very critical on the (laughs) Vox Machina Critical Role live animation series. First three episodes were released. And yeah, they have been, I think when they first announced this for their new campaign, uh, where they were like, hey, we have a new show coming out. Even It was just like everyone was stoked about hearing it. There were posters going up all in L.A. Uh, and we definitely know that uh, Matt Mercer and the gang are just real heavy hitters in the world of voice acting. Uh, so we knew that they were going to be great voicing their own characters. And the main question was like, who are they going to bring in? What's going to happen? And once we saw names like David Tennant, it's like, oh, they're bringing in some good and amazing voice actors. And the show, it looks great. It fits the overall vibe of that campaign, which is uh, ridiculousness. It's raucous. It's raunchy. Uh, and that's the entire, and it also gets like really serious and like somber at points. And it just, the series started off with a bang. We got a chance to see just how wild and dramatic the art style was. They went straight in for the gore, a la Invincible. So we definitely were loving that. Uh, and it's just, it felt so great knowing that we were a pretty much a part of this, I guess, table read before the animation, for, this, for the animation part came out. Uh, and it looks great. Like, it feels great. It feels good. I love the uh, comment about murder hobos <laughs> at a certain point. So, yeah, it's just, like, it's for the fan. You can definitely tell. Uh, there are just so many great scenes where, like, it's a nod to the fandom as a whole. And it just felt, ah, uh, felt great. And I'm excited to see what this looks like for episode four next friday yes it comes so it comes on amazon prime um every friday uh first three episodes came out but now every week is uh on friday i'm unsure how many episodes there will be all together most likely eight why that's i'm guessing i'm guessing i'm guessing i I hope it was 10 (laughs) even 12 but Cause they're like, so they're less than 30 minutes. So like you get really drawn in and you're watching it and you're enjoying it. And next, you know, it's like onto the next episode. I'm like, dang, I feel like I watched three episodes in 15 minutes. Cause it was just that good. Um, even if you aren't familiar with uh, critical or even you've never even heard of them. I think if you're a fan of that, 
uh, fantasy element with just uh, a whole array of characters, like with all strong different personalities that are from like all the races you will find in a D&D campaign, you know, with their uh, fighting style and everything. And then, then, you know, typical fantasy environment with the kingdom people you know there's royalty all of that but what makes it so great is literally because of the characterizations like these actors have worked on these characters for hella long so that's why i make these characters just ultra rich in everything um i'm sure people have their favorites but like this is this is actually this this is one of the only um stories where i'm like i don't have a favorite character i love them all because they're just to me, they're a unit, you know, and you can't tell them mm-hmm. apart. And so there's so many strong scenes where, um, like, you'll just be laughing your ass off or you'll be like, oh, man, that was kind of serious. Like, dang, you know, and I, I like how they kind of play with your emotions away a little like that. And and so but I do like how they're moving kind of fast with the, with the plots, you know, with like the story arcs of like how they did it. Um, and so like the story are currently it's like one of the most exciting ones so i'm just i just can't wait to see what else um they're they're gonna show um their fighting scenes though that's one thing that i just was really amazed in fighting scene like just the uh, i'm not it's kind of like almost like an avengers type fighting where in the beginning it was all like hurrah you know we're gonna fight but then it gets kind of when it gets kind of serious like by the third episode you know everyone has their ability so it's like now you're seeing them getting more serious and they're fighting because they're fighting for their lives they're trying to save people and you know they're having their abilities being shown you're just like dang i didn't know they could do that or dang that's cool too um but to see it animated that's that's what blew my mind because i was just like dang i didn't know she was that good like she was good but i didn't know she was that good you know so if that's up in your air. I feel like if you're a fan of The Witcher, which we'll be talking about today, I think you'll really like this too. If you're like me, just came from watching The Witcher a month ago, and you're just like, oh, I need more of that in my life, then this is the show for you. For now, until another fantasy show will come out because you don't have enough of this that's not cheesy and CW drama, you know? Or The Wheel mm-hmm. of Time. Oh, Wheel of Time! Hey. <laughs> I started watching that, and I gotta say, it's a. I also I'm watching. I haven't read the books, so I'm just kind of like, huh. It's, it's a different adaptation, I will say. It's and I will keep watching like, just to be right. like, what else you got for me? I like that guy that can't close his mouth. That's a that's a that's a, a fun Which dude. Which guy is that? The dude who like always has, his, always has like his bottom lip down. Just Which kid? What was his is name? that? He starts with the L. The black kid. Oh, <laughs> like, oh. I feel like in every scene, his oh. mouth is like his bottom lip is always just. Snow. I call him Black John Snow. <laughs> it's just always just like this. Just I forget his name. I'm like, it starts with someone, a P. I'm like, who is on set? Tell this man. Just pop his lip back like, in. Just pop it. It, it didn't like, work for Christmas. No, no, nothing. He's Black John Snow. Whoever whatever was directing Kristen Stewart all those years, it didn't work for her. <laughs> so I don't think it's gonna work for him either. You were right. Oh, it's not. Well, yeah, so far, I'm, I'm interested. But no, I think uh, what I love about, about Vox Machina is that it still allows Matt Mercer to also voice a bunch of people because he DMs it. So there are several 
like voice was like, oh, that's Matt Mercer's voice. I can hear it. And it happened several times. And I'm like, great. He's still involved in like that aspect of it. And I think honestly, it's just uh, for, for folks who've been like listening to Critical Role since they were first on Geek and Sundry way back in the day. And they were like just starting out to have their first animated series be Vox Machina, I think, is just like a great callback to the fans who've been around for... Because, I mean, these people play D&D for, what, two years straight with the character, get them to level 20, and then wrap up a season and have filmed and film all of it. And that's a commitment to make to start at level three or or, or two. And then they let, like, they level up, like, not fast. Like, it's like, maybe they level up in three episodes maybe they level up in five episodes so just a lot of time in between level five and six and people are just like committed to watching four hours of this four hours of this uh, every yeah. thursday for two years that's that. a huge I, I, commitment I know, it's hard. like i jumped in like you know in the second campaign i, I listened to maybe like the last mm-hmm. year intermittently and read the wikipedia because i'm like i cannot do four hours uh, like and catch up because this is like even listening to four I got to sit down like that was a ton of information to hear that's too much space for my brain I'm gonna like take a minute thankfully I started early now so we're camping three so that I'm watching it in real time so I can at least catch up like at least be a part of it but if I were to miss more than three episodes I probably say you know what <laughs> next time yeah <laughs> next time. That's, that's, that's 12 hours of content I got to catch up on I don't know if I can make that happen I don't know if I can make that happen but yeah, I, I think I think it's a great callback. Uh, fans are loving it. They're going to get the numbers. They have 12 episodes of shooting, yes. and they've already are listed. Uh, I think season two is also listed on their IMDb page. So yes. really they've already they have two seasons planned. Um, well, and honestly, like they have a fandom. Like they have a consistent and legit fandom that has spanned several years. So if anyone's going to ask them, like, who are you going to market this to? They can literally pull up any any other oh, accounts of like dude. this many people are going to be tuning in to listen to us do characters that they that they know and love uh and this the success of this season is only going to make like the second campaign being live animated sorry being animated it's only going to make it that much more like exciting for everyone to be a part of and watch and if you didn't watch or listen to that first season you can watch these much shorter snippets and get the story which is what I'm like, that's perfect. That's 30 minutes is a perfect amount of time to bring someone into this like very in-depth world as opposed to saying, great, listen, you can catch up listen to four hours <laughs> on Thursday, every Thursday, or listen back to it again, take your own separate notes. It's like, no, 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 we're going to make it 30-minute chunks and we'll we'll get you there. We'll get you there. Look at you there. And the cursing is great. And Sam Regal gets to actually sing songs. Oh my gosh, the songs. With like an actual background yes. singer. Got, like I was looking forward to Scanlon doing his legit songs. And you could tell that Sam's like, I want like the best musicians on this. I want the best 808 beats. I oh want, gosh, I want yes. this to be hard. And, and every time he gets to sing, <laughs> every song he gets to sing, he puts everything into it. He had a whole, it was I had, great. It I was had great. the last episode song, like the song he sang. And it's also, it plays when it goes off. I had that song yep. in my head like all day Friday and all day yesterday. And I just, 
now it's in my head again. It's a catchy song. It's, such, it's a very catchy, a catchy provocative song. song. I just can't sing it around kids, but it's a catchy song. <laughs> you can. You can. Yeah. And also, like, I feel like this is going to really inspire a bunch of other D&D content. Like, they had a Doberman humanoid creature, and I'm like, I got to put that in a campaign. That's like, that's a, that's a, that's a, a, a dope thing to look at right there. Uh, there are just so many other characters that they like introduce like different D and D species. Like, oh, like I've never seen that in a book form, but they're introducing it. So, like that looks cool. Like they're definitely plugging in some other like content in here. Of like, look at this cool thing we're gonna drop, or or this fun mechanic we're gonna have in here. And it's just like really great to see it. Um, animation style looks great. Like like the cat said, I think honestly you can feel like the reverberating like uh, like arcana magic spells being like ripped off you can just see like their individualized styles of magic uh it just goes really well with it and it's just i love that they're like there's such detail that's paid attention to their faces because everyone makes the like very distinct kind of smirking faces or like this it, it looks almost like those scenes where like ang is in um the city uh, i forgot oh my god it's been so long uh he's with boomy and they're making that face Boxing of like shit. oh look get the little rabbit and it's yeah. like a huge and he's like huh? yeah. like there's very expressive like shocked faces or like expressive like angry faces that just looked really goofy uh and it balanced that perfectly well with like real world like oh we actually have consequences to our actions so all in all if you haven't started seeing it you get three episodes that are going to immediately pull you in like after the third i was like oh come on Isn't exactly another one? i thought i had thought they dropped the entire season That's i didn't even look I at episodes like, yes, i was like let's i'm gonna go. watch this all friday night and then episode three was like next week you know to every yeah. every friday is, is out and i was like really amazon you couldn't just drop the whole season i was like autoplay you spoiled <laughs> right. me another episode i'm like there can't be a i can't be a third one. Oh, there's a third one autoplay look at you today like, and then i was like what oh, autoplay you dick is that another one oh Oh, you tease, yeah. you tease. I don't play. You had me sitting in here like, yes, play another one. I was like, one. no, not my Friday nights. Cut short. Like, ah. Uh. So now I'm like, I can't wait till Friday. Actually, I can't wait till thir- well, midnight <laughs> on Thursday night. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to try to watch it early. And then I'll watch yeah. it again. Like, it's, these shows are very watchable where you're like, okay, I need to watch that again. Because I'm probably going to watch like a few of them yeah. again because first of all the songs are so damn catchy and there's just a lot of just funny scenes that i want to revisit because it's just hilarious and i i love this type of humor this is like my favorite type of humor so it's like ah oh, it's just so good they're really good they're really good so highly recommend it please check it out on amazon prime let us know what you think on fridays Borrow a friend's account? Yes. Well, I feel like everyone has an Amazon account because that's, I mean, that's pandemic. That's like, that's, it's presumptive that's on that, of that's you. That's on that bingo card of pandemic, like of the pandemic, like an Amazon, that's, like that's you buy too much. The world. If you have an Amazon account, most likely you have them. Right. So it's like you that's should, well, not should, but basis. most likely you have. You just got to access it. Like, I, I know some people forget, like you have that. Attached oh, that's Amazon. It's called the Legends of Vox Machina. Oh, I and see. One of my friends didn't have Amazon, so I'm like, you can borrow mine, Ooh, so you can also watch these things. Nice. So I was like, oh, maybe everyone doesn't have it. All right, but maybe people are just like, maybe people are since they're not staying home as much, they don't That's need it. So like, well, like, let me just not keep the subscription going. I'm, I'm getting things every other month. Yeah. But yeah, there you go. 
But, you know, speaking of nostalgia and the things that are, you know, from yesteryear, Kat, what you got on deck for us from a lovely little novel making it uh, – Making its uh, respectful return to the world of cinema. So I don't know. Or is it right. TV? I don't know if y'all remember, like, when you were a kid, and this was, like, during the hype of Harry Potter, when Harry Potter was, like, on a downtime because we were waiting for the next book, a little book series came out called Percy Jackson and the Olympians. And, like, at first, you know, you hear, like, oh, it's just another copycat of, like, Harry Potter. But no, it was a really, really great, charming book series that explored, um, Greek mythology, um, Percy, you know, realizing his powers. I guess you could kind of say it was similar to Harry Potter, but what just it just was a different type of flavor, I guess. It was entertaining, a great book series. And then around 2010, um, they tried to make a movie, and that movie was so cringe. Like it was so bad. Um that I think they just I don't, I don't like it at all. Was there even a did the second movie even come out? I don't remember. I just know I didn't yeah. remember. Two movies I came out. Watch the, the second, second one had one. that Cyclops kid. The second one had the Cyclops kid, and it also introduced uh, a sea water horse or a sea horse that was made out of water. And I didn't even get that far. I was just like the first one. I was like, I am not watching the second one. I am too upset. I watched it. I watched that on a flight back from Paris to SFO, and I was like, "What's this movie about?" And I was like, "This is a terrible movie. This is a garbage movie." It's a garbage. Like, I'm surprised you. Well. Those days are long gone because Rick Rick Rorden, is that how they say his last name? Um, the author of Percy Jackson. He actually made the video that came out last week about saying, you know, he enjoys writing this book series and he loves all the fans. And so he wanted to let us know that Disney Plus mm-hmm. got with him and they're making a whole new TV series of Percy and Percy Jackson and all his friends the way it was supposed to be. I must have like screamed for two minutes because I was like, you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. Like, this is what I've been like ever since that first movie came out. I was like, it would make sense for this to be a TV series. But, you know, at the time, people didn't think of it like that. But now this is the time. This is the era of bringing this wonderful book series to life. It's going to throw like Disney Plus is actually the perfect place for this because it's again, I know it's a kid's story, but like the content that Disney Plus has, if it right in, um, I really feel like it's going to make a lot of money. It's going to get a lot of hype. You're going to be seeing like a lot of merchandise. Mm-hmm. It's going to get people back into reading those books. Um, I am unsure on who is attached to it as far as acting or writing, but knowing that Rick gave them the okay and he's on top of it. I am not going to be too worried. And it's Disney money. Like, Disney money goes far. So I am hoping and praying that this TV show is just going to be, like, amazing. And that we'll all forget about the 2010 movie and whatever that sequel was. Because this is the real Percy Jackson coming at you on the screen. So... Well, are kids yes. still reading the Percy Jackson books? Um, some. I know, like, one of the schools I worked at a few years ago, that was on their curriculum for them to read. Okay. For some schools. So I feel like that's going to be the biggest hurdle for that show is, like, I, do I kids don't know, know this if it's going to be a big Are they going to have the audience to, like, tune into it? I still see it at my school. I, I remember talking to one kid one summer who just was like a Percy Jackson maniac and knew everything because he had read all the books and he knew everything about the like so it's still out there nice okay good 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 okay good I was like huh and then also I will say the I think 
Disney generation, they didn't see the old movie, so they won't right. have seen They're the safe. movie where there was a little girl who was buried in the tree trunk, and then it's like, what is this film? <laughs> <laughs> so they, they avoided seeing all that. They're being absolutely confused. Of like, wait, is that Zeus's daughter is under a tree, and the tree was protecting the camp? And the camp... It's too many. It's too many threats here. So they get to start fresh with these new kids who are like, "Let's just start from square one." You didn't see this. Are we, are we going to do middle school? Are we going to like, like, how are we going to play this? Are we, are we going to actually get a kid that looks like, like the a age child, as opposed to like a not like a, like a twenty-seven-year-old, almost grown man? Right. <laughs> also, are you going to bring back the Seder kid because the Seder guy was the best part, he of, the was the best part of the movie? That's the other thing I kept. He watching. was the best part. Only because he felt like the stereotypical black girl in love, like, damn. Oh, that's crazy. He literally that was mostly his dialogue. Was, <laughs> you know how Mushu is in Mulan? That was literally <laughs> him in Mushu Jackson. <laughs> I felt like, I was like, oh, y'all really wrote me the wrong way. You got this black character whose only main just role go, was to say, damn. That's crazy. Man. Oh, listen, man, I got your back. Or, or be like, oh, damn, she's pretty. Sorry. And it's like, does this kid have any other character development than these catchphrases like, he's saying? Tyrese wrote the script for him, Stop. especially. Stop. <laughs> Decide on you. Decide on your family. Decide on Tyrese. Well, Kat, you know what, Kat? You, you can't be mad because Tyrese has a brand new co-star joining the Fast Five family, and that's going to be Jason Momoa. <laughs> is he going to be a good guy or is he going to be a bad guy, though? Villain. He's, he's probably going to take over the Rocks be character because the Rocks are not coming back to this nonsense. That doesn't last long in the... Well, that doesn't last long in the Fast and Furious universe. Like you are a villain were... one movie, and then the next one, you're a best friend. That's true. That's true. It that's doesn't. Can we segue really quick? Because I love when we when we do theories, and we usually do theories at the beginning of the year about Fast oh, and Furious. Oh, there's going to be a Jason Momoa movie? No. Last time, we predicted they yeah. go to space, and they did. No. So our next I don't want to predict anything else. Do you think they're going to go back that. in time? That's the only thing they haven't done, is go back in time. No. Or go to another dimension. Underwater. They can't go back in time because I feel like they be, got it because of of uh, uh, um, of Walker. They can't go back in time. I mean, he doesn't have to be like in they, scenes. It they can't be go anybody. back in time. They <laughs> could be anybody else's like, thing. I feel like it's at the point where we've seen them do a movie about someone stealing car parts and VCRs. Um, we've seen a movie about them running drugs uh, through Miami. We've seen about them running drugs through Texas. We've seen them with international espionage. We've seen them with uh, international domestic uh, international terrorism. Um, we've seen them with global terrorism. I feel like at this point, now we got to go right to there's some scientifically made creature, i.e., a dinosaur <laughs> or some alien that that's going to be introduced because you got to keep going up. And it's like, we got to do like an extraterrestrial thing, or we got to do like, oh, this, true. this dinosaur is, this dinosaur is going to escape through the city and he runs at 120 <laughs> miles an hour. Who else can go that fast? And Dom's like, family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's going. laughs> I believe or that though. Yet, or better yet, or better yet. We introduce a kaiju, and then, uh, and then, and then, Dominic Toretto and his family form like Voltron oh to a giant, gosh, big, yes. a giant Vin Diesel Megazord, and they punch the kaiju. I think we should yes. have just left it at they're going into space and never ever no, tried to think of anything else. This evening. You knew, you knew what, we had no, to I got a kaiju I got thing. More. Come on, form come on, Mark. Corona, shape of a white team. <laughs> 
hours combined, we are family. family. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like the Voltron idea. I like no. the fact that they have to fight this uh, creature before it releases like a, a virus or something. And oh, even better! What if the creature the, the, is a giant? These aren't getting better. You keep saying robot. Even better. <gasps> I.e., it's iron the giant. Iron and they're not <laughs> getting any yep. better. What are you? What are you talking yes. about? They're getting like worse and worse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. The iron giant comes back to Earth, and he's like, "Where's Hogarth?" And Hogarth is dead. He's like, "Oh, it's probably these people are involved." And he's angry, and it's just the you iron giant stop versus that the machinery. He lost like necessary. five listeners during this segment. <laughs> <laughs> and Ludacris is going to build the craziest contraption to, to make this happen. No, no, no. Bow Wow's going to help oh, him out. Oh, make a comeback. It's going to be That's Bow Wow right, again. make a comeback. He's the only oh, one. Bow Wow's going to find some special basketball <laughs> shoes that make him really good at science. So we got a like Mike connection. Didn't they have that in Space Jam movie? I didn't watch it, but I just know how STEM and basketball. That was that was, nope. was pushed. There were no special shoes, but we're going to bring it okay. back to like Mike and get these special. And they're going to call something LeBron. Shoes. I already know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, anyway, anyway, that's what's happening. There. So I'm excited <laughs> for this Percy Jackson thing. Um, I'm excited to see what they're going to do because uh, it, uh, the the sequel was the worst best movie to watch because um, it was just bad in every way, but it was so funny to watch it go down. Uh, it, I just couldn't look away from how Question, terrible it was. Would it's you really rewatch it again for our Marlo's Corner segment? I would not. No, I watched it too many <laughs> oh, times. That's your limit. That's your your boundary. But yeah, this is I've the seen guy who watched the darkness twice. Watch twice. Right. I would never forget I've that. Seen, <laughs> Oh, I haven't watched it twice. But you wouldn't watch that watch twice. But you, okay. We're just... I'm very confused by, like, what you will and won't watch again. Oh, no. I just don't think I need to talk about it, because it's like, this is a film that came out years okay. ago. I do have a suggestion for what you can do for, like, the month of March, Marlon. I thought of it today, since your mm-hmm. uh, furry comment of last week. Um I challenge you to watch a month full of movies with only animal characters. Homeward Bound, top of the list. First of all, I love Cats Don't Dance. That's that's easy. No, I meant like everyone Boom. is an animal character. Like there's like no humans yeah. at all. Oh, Cats Don't Dance has mostly cats know, and then like a few movie. humans. Darla Dimple. Find, like five more, like one for every week. <laughs> Thundercats, the movie. The uh, Thundercats? Thundercats, the sequel for the movie. What movies uh, you have not seen, though? <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't just like people, Black History like Month movies. <laughs> I'm saying stuff that you could have seen before. Didn't say February. Because that would have been really no. messed up if Cat was like, for Black History Month, we used to watch Friday movies. They're very sacred. I knew this was going to be a March thing. And I was like, something that, movies that you have not seen with only animatronic or animated or animal characters. I feel like you're trying to turn me into like a brony. No, I'm, not I'm not watching My Little I just Pony. Want you to watch. I want just you to document this journey. Yeah, this is not going to be like uh, that like guy that ate McDonald's every day for a year. I'm not going to watch <laughs> not turn a bunch of furry, furry and then be like, cat, so my fursona is now uh, Skyler. No, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not doing that. We're not going to do how Marlon got into furry. Y'all, you're not getting into a fun scene. documentary. Like and we lost. So I was just curious of you just watching. And we yeah. lost eight to ten of our furry listeners. Um, sorry, furry what? listeners. <laughs> Marlon, why? I'm trying to help. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Now this is on. She's trying to produce you now. <laughs> cat, you already have cat ears on your headphone. You are a full quarter of a way to refer. You should step into this area. I mean, I feel like I watched everything. I just want you to come with me <laughs> on the street. Oh, Some places my will not go. Oh, apparently uh, it's uh, furry. I, I, I t- I tend to avoid. I mean, I watch Watership Down. I watch Secret of Nam. I'm oh, good. I love Secret of Nam. I love that I movie so much. I love Watership Down. I'm like aiming. That is that so is much. That is my childhood. I love that movie. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, I love Watership Down. I'm like aiming. No, I, I refuse to watch that. I will watch Secret of Nam like a billion times. I mean, though. if you want to go back and watch all that, like, I feel like 80s, 90s had it the most with those characters. Because I'm thinking like Ralph and the Motorcycle. Rescuers Down right. Under. All the 90s stuff. Maybe revisit that again. Because I know I haven't watched all Dr. Oliver Heaven, great really emotional damage and all of that. <laughs> yes, Oliver and Company. Oliver and Company. Uh, but yeah, all of us are heaven. Oh, heaven, uh, that little girl that was nope. she's she's one of the family. That was that was a hard film to watch as someone who was adopted to see a little girl who was like ran away and was like, I wonder if I'm my real family. I was like, oh, it's a mistake. It's a land before time. It's a I'm not ready for this. And then she was like, she like found some nice lady, and it was like maybe my mom can be like her. And I'm like, oh, I've been there. I'm like, this teacher's so nice to me. And it's like, nope, you can't have those feelings. Oh my I'm, god, adults don't it's work like that. Film. Adults don't work like that. I am curious to watch it as an adult now to be like, how messed up was this movie? Because I watched it many times as a oh, child, and I was just up. like, well, yeah, this little girl was getting fed by two dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a messed up film. This, this little girl ruling was homeless, yeah. living with two we animals like who that. were putting food in their mouths and like bringing it to her, like and then that. she would then eat said food. Sounds- like th- think about it. Like this was a girl with two dogs. We just- <laughs> say it like that. That's really sad. I thought that was cool. She I was just like, oh, okay, she got two dogs taking care of her. Okay. The the second one is worse because there's a kid who runs away from home who's now a runaway on the streets with two dogs whose family is like actively calling trying to find him and he's avoiding going home and it's just like this is also real this kid is homeless doing oh magic tricks gosh. in SF for like ten bucks and I need like, you, okay I really is, do need you to watch okay I want you to watch all the old what we watch as children because I'm thinking of Balto too that popped in my head and like well, I didn't see that you didn't nonsense. see Balto? I rarely saw direct to, to like video Disney films, like with the exception of maybe Lion King that was like Two, which was, a, which was a secret well, banger. You need to, honestly, you need secret to banger. explore because that's like that's a that's a classic. Lion King Two wasn't a Just secret say banger. Just yes, right? she'll leave you alone. <laughs> no, no, I'll be like, here you go, Barley. Here's a list. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Ray didn't like Lion King Two. You didn't like that. First of all, Deception, Deception Slaps, song. okay? That music video. Deception music video. Slaps. Deception. Disgrace. Why are we talking about Percy Jackson? He's played as a scar on his face. I know, we're talking about Disney Yes, we're talking about Percy Jackson. But yes, Kat, let's uh, wrap up a discussion of Percy so Jackson. So we'll keep you um, you all uh, updated on the updates because right now we just know there's an announcement as far as who's attached, who's involved, where they're going to start shooting. We do not know yet, but I'll keep y'all updated. But I'm excited. Hope y'all are excited because this is one of the times where I'm like, okay, nostalgia is winning in this case. I actually, We actually need this because mm. that mess, no. So thank you, Disney, for this. I actually thank you. 
Yeah, I mean, speaking of nostalgia, we once again are back. Uh, it's that time of year where Game Freak uh, reminds uh, the generation from the nine nine. And I'm kidding, from the people who are who are around for the ninety eight ninety nine Pokemon drop. Like, hey, we still got your childhood. We're gonna release another version of Pokemon that we know you're gonna probably get. So they dropped uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, which honestly, uh, if you've seen on the social meds, uh, everyone's playing and talking about, it looks what really, looks really interesting. Uh, I got the a copy myself. Uh, and I will say there are some real good pros with the game. Um, the game really upped interaction. Um, in previous Pokemon games, like there definitely are aspects of interaction, but it's more or less pretty linear. Like Pokemon are there, you go to them and you fight or you catch them and you fight them and you go to a poker center you buy things pretty standard uh, in this one uh they decided to kind of like have the world pretty much respond to you as a character in world and the mechanics support interaction so for instance there are skittish pokemon if you walk by them they will see you a little old school kind of uh metal grid solid excavation point pops up on the head and they take off and run the other direction and you can't get them um if they're like super laid back they will just kind of look at you and walk over to you or kind of walk around you and not really do anything about it if they are aggressive um they will instead of like you know bumping you like in a low and starting combat they will just straight up hit you uh and the thing about it is is that the uh, this uh aggressiveness can happen either in your camera view or directly behind you so it's very imperative that your volume is also up because you can hear the little sounds of things noticing you uh and the mons that see you that are aggressive they get to use their entire move set uh to harm you uh i've narrowly uh, avoided getting hydro pumped as I was standing on the beach trying to catch another Pokemon and there's a Pokemon in the water who saw me and all I see is just like a full geyser rushing at me and thankfully in this game they introduced um, a very Dark Souls-esque dodge roll mechanic so you just kind of roll out of the way and like avoid getting hit Uh, I've been hyper beamed uh, off camera because I'm looking somewhere else and I hear the sound of a hyper beam which if you play Pokemon is very distinct and (laughs) not you across the field uh and i've also been hypnotized and put to sleep and a pokemon has like hit me a few times and what's really interesting is that with interaction they decided that great you are a human in this world so you are going to get hurt so if you fall off a cliff too hard you get this very like your screen gets darker because you're about to like get like knocked out or if something hits you the screen gets darker so it definitely is like a whole thing cool like you are being a part of this world the interaction level is going to go way up and it's really awesome to kind of have that cool and now i gotta look around things are going to see me which of course uh gives way to a much bigger uh mechanic which is sneaking and like the Alola and the Galarian version, sneaking was a thing. You could like sneak up on a Pokemon, but you were mostly sneaking to initiate combat and like potentially try to catch them. In this game, you get a sneaking bonus to catching them. So if you sneak up on something and its back is to you and you throw a Pokeball at it, uh, it's called like a backstrike and you get a chance to kind of up the catchability of it um, because it didn't see you. You can also attack it in the same way where if it can't see you, if you throw your attacking Pokemon at it, it now triggers combat, but you initiate a surprise round where you might get twice a turn 
to attack and potentially lower that uh, health level to catch it or even just to knock it out of the way. And also, you might even face some really large Pokemon that are called alphas that are like really huge and big and they're dangerous and you could sneak around them and avoid being seen to like go somewhere else because you don't want to you don't want none of that you don't want to happen into you so you try to avoid it uh, which is really dope and i think like that's a really cool thing to add they also have added a turn system so now instead of just like guessing you're going to go next you can clearly see what the order is of like whose turn because they've introduced uh new abilities your pokemon now have a chance to master a move and can either make an agility move or they could make it uh, a strength-based move. Uh, and with that, the agility means that they have a chance to attack more than once, but at, the, at a reduction of uh, power, or they can make it a strong attack and it's more powerful, but you also lose a turn. So they get to go twice after you go once. And that kind of also goes into like sneaking. If you sneak up, you get more turns. You get If someone something attacks you, they get more turns. So a lot of cool things like that. You now can also pretty much have all you can like look at all your pokemon at the same time you can release them all from their pokeballs in front of you and like look at them and see how tall they are or see how they interact with one another which is really cool uh and they also decided to because almost every game is having it there's a huge crafting component now um see that that's a pro and a con, which I could do a little bit later. Mm-hmm. So you, you get a chance to craft that. Like now you get to like make Pokeballs or make Great Balls in the field. You get a chance to like, because now you actually are cool. Like I'm in, I'm looking at my environment. I'm looking where's here. What's over there? Can I grab that? Can I grab this? And your Pokemon help you. You can like throw a Pokemon at a tree. It'll shake the tree, get the fruit from it. It'll like break some gemstones off a cliff and get it to you. Um because basically you can either make them in the field like a little Pokeball or you can go back to your camp where there's a little like guy there who will like make these things for you. And that's really dope. You know, it's really cool to kind of have that component. And, you know, they also decided to get rid of Gigantamaxing Pokemon because that really wasn't a huge selling point. And now they just have these really big alpha Pokemon. And if you catch an alpha Pokemon and you have a regular version, you'll notice that the alpha Pokemon is about three feet taller than the regular one, as well as wider. And their base stats are stronger. And another big pro is that the shinies are not easier to find, but you will see a ton of shinies in this game, a lot more so than you typically would if you were to play a regular Pokemon game. Like, I have, like, five shinies from just, like, running around and, like, throwing my Pokeballs and stuff, which is really dope. Uh, the con, unfortunately, is uh, the game uh, looks like watercolors at a certain point. Um, there's a frame rate issue where if you are a certain... <laughs> if, if you're a certain uh, spot away from something, it'll clip out. Like if you like, if you're looking at a tree and you back up just far enough, the tree will disappear and not over the horizon. It'll just clip out. Uh, and if you go forward, it'll clip back in. Uh, they're also supposed to be like flying Pokemon in the air. And if you look up at them from a certain height, they kind of look like little sprites. Their arms go up, down, up down and they kind of clip in and out and as you get closer they finally start flapping again but like literally you can see like oh this is a whole issue they had like this is not something they should have released early enough um but there there's a ton of graphic issues there's also like the the hit box for certain things is off like if you are trying to duck behind something you like come out behind cover and you throw a pokeball 
oftentimes you'll hit an invisible wall where it'll bounce off and not go somewhere. And you're kind of like, there was nothing there. What did it bounce off of? This even goes with Pokemon where uh, myself, I was playing with my friend Jared and I went to hide behind a rock and a Rhyhorn ran through the rock and hit me. And I just didn't understand what was going on because I figure if there's cover, the cover would help with the not seeing, but it just went right through it anyway. Uh, and one of the cons is with the crafting thing. If you notice with playing Pokemon before, you tend to just to collect a bunch of crap um, for forever. It's just in your bag. Uh, now uh, you have a very finite amount of space. Uh, so where if you have something, you won't get it. It'll go to your storage. And you can increase your storage by one pocket that you have to pay. And the price increases. So it starts at like 100 200, 300, 5, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, 10,000. So for every pocket you want to make bigger, and again, you're going to be collecting a ton of things to make items, uh, you have to pay to make those pockets bigger, and they only grow by one pocket. Uh, and it's very annoying to pay for that because it's like, I would rather you just tell me I can get 10 pocket spaces for this price and I just pay that as opposed to having to come back and individually do this thing. Another issue is saturation. Um, they have a quest system now in the game and everyone has a quest for you to the point where it just gets really annoying going into a town and seeing a, like a quest icon over every single person's head. And it's like, I just, I just got here. I just finished the main mission and now like I'm being like now I have to go buy something, but in order to buy it, I have to go through a cutscene where someone's asking me to get something. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. I just want to buy this thing. And I didn't want to have to hear your third mission, which is another third fetch quest, which is most of this of the quests are fetch quests. Like, hey, go find three of this Pokemon. Hey, go find three of this item. I'm like, I would rather prefer there be more. <laughs> kind of cool lore behind some of these, but it's like mostly like, no, no, give me, I need you to complete the Pokedex entry for this specific Pokemon. And to complete it, you need to catch 10 of that Pokemon or catch five and beat it five. And I think the major con is that I don't think there's replayabilities to this game because instead of you like just going to fight the elite four or whatever, your whole concept is to complete this Pokedex and to do so requires a ton of time catching, recatching, and you have to train that specific Pokemon to do a certain move enough times so you can see it. And then it puts a check in your little Pokedex book. And so it's like, once you do that with everything, are you really going to reboot this back up and start it over again? And like, let's have another fresh play. Odds are you're not. Like once you're done, you're just going to be done with this. Mm -hmm. And I just, it, it, it just seems very, it's a very heavy system that they've introduced. And I, one thing I love that they're trying something new, and I think it's really awesome. I love the story they have in here. It honestly reminds me of some kind of like anime. It's, it's a very like, once you get into it, you notice it's a very anime story of like, oh, this this is I I know three anime just like this. It, like the whole thing is very similar. But I do think that like the it's a lot of fun stuff they introduce. There's a lot of negatives. My hope is that when they do do another one or some other uh, iteration of this, they take into consideration a lot of the feedback. Because they are going to do another one because this is like they, they love doing these things. But I hope they, they take consideration the feedback and adjust a ton of it because the negatives, I think the biggest negative is the fact that not only is it not replayable, but it just looks real messy. It doesn't look like a $60 game should look like it doesn't. Like Legends is like Breath of the Wind is $60. 
And when I run through and I play it, I'm not constantly looking at, oh, this environment looks gross or or, this environment looks poorly rendered. But with the Pokemon game, I am actively looking at the ground being like, they couldn't do better than this? Hmm. Like, this is what y'all put out for $60. Like, y'all are lucky. Y'all, you have the Game Freak title on this. If this was an independent game that came out, there would be a ton of like, hey, so you should probably fix that. That doesn't look like this is a polished game yet. Or, hey, like, maybe you should, you know, tweak a few things here. But it's like, no, this is Game Freak. Like, nope, this is a product we're standing behind. And it's like, all right, y'all, not for 60 bucks. So if you were interested in it, definitely wait, look up some... I know that, Ray, you were saying you are going to do like a price alert to figure out when it's going to drop. I definitely think that's probably one. Y'all want it ready? Perfect. Ready to wait. I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) Ready to wait! Uh, I know like Digimon's releasing a game this year and now I'm kind of curious. Sorry. When you were telling him all this stuff, I was like, man, because you said anime and I was like, I'm sorry. Like Digimon show is so much better than anime. Um, We we talked about Digimon last time and I'm like, yes, it's coming back again. It's coming back. (laughs) I know they're releasing a game this year too. And I'm just curious of... For $60 as well. Yeah, so I am curious. A 2013 game. No, no, they they have a game coming out in 2022. Oh, yeah, but it's, like, based on a 2013 oh, okay, okay, game okay. that came out a while ago. They're, like, So it's, back. like, a remastered game for $60. I mean, yeah. It's a remaster. They're but doing hey, that now, yeah? Everyone's going to remaster. I'm curious about... I mean, it probably isn't it, it's probably not a remaster. It's probably a, maybe a, a port? Because I think it came out on the PlayStation still, $60? Maybe? Like no, Digimon this, the New one World, right? This year is Digimon Is that Survive. the one that Ray was? Uh, we, we, we were talking about a different game Survive. at a time. Yeah, I just the know, one coming yeah, out this I, year I, is I forgot Survive. the name. Yeah. It's a, it's a new game. It's a new title. Oh, that looks dope, actually. Yeah, that was the game. I saw that, and I was like, okay, because I feel like you know, they knew Pokemon was going to release one. So Digimon was like, we're going to quietly release ours. And I'm like, I'm curious about if they used a similar setup with exploring and everything. Because if they are paying attention to the cons of this game and they fix theirs, I might, I might look more into the Digimon game if, if it's worth it. And that would make me actually happy because I love Digimon. Yeah, I mean, it's a fun game, and I think it definitely incorporates a lot of fun, like like specifically the fact that if you have like one of those like Gen One Pokemon that are like great, you can't evolve this unless you trade it. Um, there's an item that you can get in the game called a Link Cord, which acts as a trade, so you can just apply it to your Haunter and get a Gengar oh. or apply it to your Machoke and get a Machamp. So it's like, great. You no longer have to be kind of um, That's something anchored I into trading. About at all. Is the trading hmm? and battling other people and all of that still in this game? Is there multiplayer at all? I haven't battled anyone. I don't think so. I I think I don't I think it must be an end game thing. Like I'm I just finished the four main missions. I'm doing this like fifth like kind of wrap-up mission so i haven't been i i I haven't had the interaction to like fight people but you i think there is a trading woman in town you can use to like trade with someone or you can buy this thing for uh it's called like a merit point because if you play with your internet on 
if you or a character you know or a friend you know happens to like get knocked out in an area, um, kind of like how if you like black out in the old game, you lose money. In this game, you like drop items. Oh, no. So um, if in this, if in your game, your internet's on, you could find a player's satchel and return it to oh. them, meaning they get that like item back. And I think, and then you get like some points for like being a good Samaritan. You get like a merit point. Person. And if you get like a thousand or so, you can purchase like a link cord, which is going to help you evolve your Pokemon that oh, need gosh. to be traded to evolve. Interesting. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah, right. We're going to do it. That's what they're doing. Also, the game also is fully aware. It, the game also still has uh, the XP all share on as a default. And I think the game is taking to heart, I think, a lot of uh, the criticisms the criticism of, of the past of like how fast it was to level up and like be over level for certain gems in the Elite Four because everyone is sharing XP all the time. If you keep your squad consistent, they're going to level up crazily. So at a certain point in this game, you start getting um, these encounters that are uh, uneven, where it could be two versus one, where there's person has two Pokemon that each get a turn uh, that like attack you and their speed means that maybe they both get two turns before you get your one turn, meaning now you have to grind to level up so you can survive that. And then when you're ready for that, then you're doing 3v1. Uh, and just like the game is very, uh, very clearly trying to keep you from finishing too fast by putting a lot and like you're not always warned when it's going to happen. You could just like be on a, a, a full slog, like 1v1 and the next thing you know, you're in a main quest and someone says, great, I'm going to send out uh, Electrike and Magmar and like an ice Pokemon. <laughs> you're just like, I now have to factor in three differing uh, types of Pokemon versus my one. And <laughs> they're all my exact same level. So now I got to like rotate some people out and that person can knock out from that person. So at some point you do, like there is like a progression wall of like, great, we're going to really make you grind to get to this point. So they definitely are taking some feedback. We'll see what happens next with the future feedback. But yeah, I would wait ultimately um, and maybe watch some of those fun little TikToks and memes because it definitely is memeable because it is a glitchy as hell mm-hmm. game. Um, there's a, I, I, I ran into a crowbat that had like a real bad wing tick and the wings are just going everywhere. It was just <laughs> four, four wings. I just couldn't decide on which way it wanted to flap. Dang. Oh, but the best part of the game is uh, they brought back the unknowns. That's the best Ooh. part of the game. And they are the laziest thing you'll ever see because they don't react like normal Pokemon do. Like, I remember I was, like, trying to, like, save and, like, wrap over the night, and I saw an unknown on, like, a stump. And I'm thinking, oh, is there, like, a sign or is there, like, a like a thing? Like, let me go, like... And so I walk over and I press A. Nothing happens. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this thing? <laughs> so I take a Pokeball and I throw it and I catch it. And I'm like, wait a minute, are they just going to be sitting on things, not moving? And sure enough, throughout the game, you will find an unknown like on a wall or like laid flat on a beach or like just like sitting up against the tree. And it's like, are y'all okay? (laughs) Like, what's happening? Like, every other Pokemon's like moving around, like running away. You're just standing still. Like, I am in your face. You're just like sitting just. They're living the best lives, Marlon. You're going through some. You're going through some. But yeah, I think honestly, what we're gonna start seeing are more of these games that are like uh, OG based, um, because even the evolutions are like kind of like feudal Japan like base. Like they like uh, they like look 
similar to that like era to that style of dress so i wouldn't be surprised if we start to see like an og galarian where like they take three starters and like tweak their ending to make them look like in that time period so like maybe get like a suit of armor maybe we get like some other region uh i feel like the only pokemon that's probably going to need a bigger tweak might be like Litten, which its final evolution is a is My that big Cineroar. sexy fire cat wrestler <laughs> that everyone was like, like this guy is really attractive. <laughs> this is a problem, Grand Freak. Have you seen what you drew? This is a furry icon. Mm. Did you see what you see? drew? This man fully suplexes other Pokemon in a ring and has like a like a belt, no shirt on, and just like. Ugh. <laughs> It's like who's the artist that was like, please this, please, please, please. please I'm gonna this get one. some fans from this drawing and look. We'll see. Hey, but yeah, look out for more of this. It's gonna be a ton more of these games that are we saw. We've seen them do the color spectrum, uh, the stone spectrum. We've seen them remake the OGs, go for color, go for letters of the alphabet, and now they're gonna go do uh, ancient times because why not? That's the theme. Why not? I mean, they they see that, you know, hey, Valhalla's doing great, you know, uh, God of War's doing great. What if we do uh, Pokemon in the past? What if we do that? I'm looking forward to a steampunk Pokemon. Just looking forward to that. I'm waiting for that. That sounds exciting. Steampunk Pokemon. Oh, the outfits. I'm excited to do that. That's the world of Pokemans for you. So you say wait on it. Oh, absolutely. Wait and on it. And then get it. Set up a Google alert like Ray. Yeah. And then get it on sale later in the future. Yeah, like, I don't know, like, what... I'm going to keep looking at, see what they're going to do. I mean, they probably can't do much. It, it is, like, a live service game or anything. You can, like, like patch it or whatever. But it just, yeah, it doesn't look like it's a $60 game. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it was crunch. I don't know if they're like, yo, we got to release this now. I don't know what it is. I don't know if maybe they had an issue with, like, the world. It just, it doesn't seem as beautiful as it could be or as it or has it looked in, like, smaller versions mm. of it, you know? And, like, they've, and, like they've, they've even, like, shrunk, they've even, like, done, like, really rudimentary, like, things wrong, like, fast travels wrong, where, like, you can't fast travel home you have to like go to like the professor who's in the field and then ask him to take you home. You can't directly go home. And if when then when you're home, you can't directly leave from your house. You have to go and talk to someone and then they have to take you somewhere. And it's like very, it's, it's like the basics. It's like, you didn't like other games do this. Like you can have other maps. That's fine. Like in Dragon Age, I can be in like Emerald of the Glades map, but then I can also choose to go to like the Desolate Waste if I want to go there. I don't have to go back to like the keep and then go there. I can like choose to leave <laughs> from here to somewhere else. But it's like, no, you got to go back to the to the main village and you got to go somewhere else. And it's, it's like, this is like, all uh, wrong. They should have <laughs> taken in, some inspiration from fast travel in, I don't know, maybe the Pokemon franchise uh, with Fly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Ray. That's so controversial, oh my gosh. right? That's a brilliant idea, Ray. You should let them know. That's they've confused. been doing like fast travel fine for like 25 years. I don't see how they it. messed that particular thing up. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They forgot. It's like how 
Also, like in those versions, the world feels bigger because you can literally go from Pallet Town through every city in like in a cycle. Where here it's like it feels so much smaller now because I can only interact with one map and then I gotta like do like a cutscene of like because now they have like a now there's a full loading screen to go back home now. There's loading screens in this game now to go wow. back to places. I'm like, what happened? You're taking the worst things of games and it's like, we're gonna do it. We're gonna have a, a loading screen of you running over a Pokeball, and then it's like, whoop, you're back in town now. And it's like, y'all, like, this, what happened to just, like, me being able to just run through a route through these places and then come back? Like the, uh, I know I always say Final Fantasy, but this is giving me, like, Final Fantasy VII, the original, or, like, at least, like, not, like, five, but, like, back in the day where you had so many cutscenes and there was just you were just always moving. You just wanted to get through the story, but there were so many side things. And I feel like they took a, a page out of that book, and I'm like, that's kind of going back in time it's in a bit. Say, this this studio I mean, has had a very it's long, long, long history of doing handheld games. Mm-hmm. And who knows how well they hired in this new console mm-hmm. world. Because now Nintendo has basically forced them onto full consoles because the Switch is a handheld console. So like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. That's why Sword and Shield was so bad at the end of the day with a lot of these same problems because none of them had really worked on like a powerful console. They just had handheld experience. So who knows what they brought in, who they had, what kind of experience they had with this one. It sounds like they did some things better, but some of those people didn't. It, it, yeah. when you do something for the first time it usually turns out not as good as it could have been and so who knows if they do another legends game mm-hmm. it will improve on a lot of these things but who knows how that will look for the future because uh pokemon still got to figure their life out yeah we'll have to wait and see <laughs> right. it's like, like i mean they lucked out. They only had to like adjust a few versions to fit this like um Hisui region to like make them look older, like make the Growlithe look like the temple dogs as opposed to like looking like a dog dog. So <laughs> they were just they're small tweaks. And it's like I, I think, honestly, I think I think like they did they added new things, which is great. But they seem to have forgotten all the things they've done before and just did all the things that they've done before badly. And it's like, you could, like, what happened? Like, you did this new thing and then you drop the thing you usually did. And it just, it just, it doesn't add up. It's not, it's not mathing. It's not the mathing math right. And it's the weird. math ain't mathing. <laughs> the math ain't mathing. You know? And it's like, they, this world could feel bigger. And I think that might be right. the issue is that, on console to make this world as big with what they were doing, they were probably like, we probably can't do this mm. yet. Like, we can't have you run from this side of the island to the other side of the island, even though on your big map, they are literally next to each other. We probably can't logistically make that happen with what we have the tools with right now. So we have to introduce this really arcane system, and I think it slows it down. And it's like, this is annoying. It takes you out of the world after you're like out there skulking and doing cool things. You want to like, great, let me go to the next time. It's like, oh, I got to repeat what I just did earlier and like slow myself down and do a cut scene and then go back and then talk to a guy and then do another cut scene and then I'm back here again. So we'll see what happens in the future of this game. But yeah, they just uh, they didn't drop the ball majorly, 
but uh, there definitely is a lot of room for improvement if they want to keep doing these. And at sixty dollars, yeah, that's uh, y'all just can't release something like this for sixty bucks. Not that's, my sixty dollars. That's, that's just wild. Yeah, like it's, and I think like it's like Ray showed me a video of like it. It pretty much is the best worst game because it has really because when it's good, it is mm-hmm. good. Like the new traversal system is dope. You can fully ride an awesome fast Pokemon across the field and like outrun thing. That's great. You can climb mountains with the Pokemon. That's dope. You can do a really cool like dive off a cliff yeah. and have a Pokemon catch you and, and like fly around. Yeah. You can swim, jump in the air, throw a Pokeball. Like there are amazingly cool things, but it's these like really rudimentary things that are done so poorly. It just kind of drags you down of like, oh, I forgot how cool that last thing was because I'm dealing with these really minor like bad thing so but they got time i will say if they're doing anything else i am going to be hesitant in the future of like what's this who's like what's changed i need to know what's changed i need to know what it looks like because this was a lot to spend for virtually uh a game that didn't look like it was made by game freak in our year 2022 damn i was like you had more to say now i'm getting kind of not interested anymore. I mean, it's fun. Like, it starts out fun, but then it gets, like, very much, like, oh, my God, stop. T-. Like, it reminded me of a lower where, like, the person kept talking to you in every town and it had every cutscene. It's like, oh, my God, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me explore this island. Stop talking to me, little boy. Like, I don't care to be your friend right now. Every time I cross into a new area, it's like, hey, dude, like, no, leave me alone, dude. Let me be immersed in this. Y'all, y'all not. And like every time it's like, I swear to God, leave me alone. Oh like, I just got here. I just got here. Let me explore and then come talk to me. Don't like come find me as I'm like, oh, this is dope. And give me a whole backstory about like, oh, your secret lore is X, Y, Z. But we're all confused. like, cool. I'm in game. Also confused. We don't have the answers for you. Let me do my thing. Are you yelling at NPCs? <laughs> there are set that listen there are great like there are great characters in this game and most of these characters are based on the like their characters from generations mm-hmm. past to future Sinnoh gym leaders mm-hmm. so like a lot of characters you'll see in this game are like oh that's so-and-so's ancestor and they have the exact same face same facial oh. hair so you can look at the game in the Sinnoh region like oh wow that that gym leader, this is their ancestor. Mm. And that's dope. But it's just that this is a ton of talking cutscenes. And it just gets really boring really fast where it's like, just tell me where to go and I'll do it. I don't need to hear your whole backstory about how you're sad about this thing and what do you think? And then you get these like and you get these real like piss poor game freak lines of dialogue where it's like, this isn't a dialogue. Like, like there isn't any dialogue for me because whatever I click, you're going to respond to keep the conversation oh moving forward. Gosh. None of this matters. Like, I still don't understand why Game Freak has things like, like, hey, pick this line or this one's like, none of those are going to change the direction of, the, of, the, of this entire right. conversation. Unless it's a yes and a no thing where I get to leave, it's not going to adjust what's mm-hmm. going to happen to me. This, like, like this person can say, oh, like, I'm sad today about so-and-so. Your, your response is, oh, it's okay or... I know how you feel. And it's like, none of these is different from the other. And it's not going to change if this is going to, uh, this interaction is going to do anything. Like, nothing's going to happen here. Well, damn. Um, if you love Pokemon, you know, 
hey, just hold on and check it out later. If you already have it, cool. Let us know what you think about it and see if maybe you have the same opinion as Marlon. If you have it differently, we would love to hear more um, about this game. I feel like the more people are playing, the more things will be discovered and shown on social media. I've been just laughing so much at these TikTok videos of (laughs) people memeing um, the things you can do. Like Marlon said with the glitches, like people are having a lot of fun with that. Um, That's how I learned about the game. So yeah, hit us up on (laughs) social media to find out more. Cause I'm, I, I know for me, I'm genuinely curious. That's never boring. So shall we dive into our final topic of the day? It's been a long time, a long time coming because it's, Almost Damn been two months since it came out. But what I've been talking about since we're kind of in the realm of video games, but I'm bringing it back into the media, is The Witcher. We never really got a chance to talk about it. Uh, season two came out back in mm. December, right before the holidays. For me, um, if you had checked up on our Instagram, for me, that was one, it was the best thing of 2022 for me because I had been waiting about two years for season two. Season mm. two was solid, I enjoyed it. But we also have some thoughts about it, um, of what we've seen, um, especially if you, I know like some some of my friends have read the books and played the game like 10,000 times. They were like, nah, they're missing game. some pretty big things. And I agree on certain parts. But other thing, like at this point, after seeing Will of Time and a bunch of other adaptations, I'm just like, I'm just going to enjoy the ride of this adaptation because that's how mm-hmm. I'm viewing it as a adaptation. That's... That's what I'm, I learned through Will of fair. Time that's that fair. things are adaptations now. That's, um, I feel like people so finally started reaching that way it. very quickly just to say this, but like the Marvel, I haven't heard people complain about how the MCU isn't the comic books in like years. Now that I'm really thinking about that, people have let it go. I remember it was early, early MCU. They were like, that's not what happens in the comic books. And mm-hmm. I, I haven't heard that in, in a long time. So mm-hmm. people are getting more used to just, it's an adaptation. Just let it. Oh just man, let it be we've been something. around for a minute. Uh, but yeah. yeah, which I heard some of the yeah, things, in, thing. and also it's got you know also. Go ahead. Oh, all right. I was just there's some of the. I was gonna say like honestly like I, I have a lag, so I can't. I can't. <laughs> delay thing yeah, I can't me off. do that very well. <laughs> I like this lag. It's hilarious to me. Oh, he muted himself. Got it. So uh, somebody go. um, go. (laughs) Some of the things that Witcher 2 does differently, I heard from just like reading comments and looking at things online that they, um, it seems like they tried to summarize parts of books and parts of stories that maybe in in the grand schemes of those stories were these were some of the least interesting parts of those stories and so they just tried to move quickly past those to get to the more interesting mm-hmm. stuff mm. um we can talk about do we are we going to do spoilers it has been a couple of months so i, I don't mind doing spoilers if we go there but okay um, so yeah. the uh the fragile scene towards the end of the season is one of these examples that i heard about about how mm. and i loved the scene <laughs> when i watched it i was like this is so cool she got to do something really like I am a sorcerer, like uh, in that scene. And uh, but I then heard that they that Fringilla's character in the stories they she didn't do that. 
that wasn't even her character that did that scene. It was somebody entirely different who 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 killed people in nope. this way. And yep. I, but I, after reading that, I was like, man, I. But I'm so glad they did it this way with Frangilla because honestly, I feel like well, maybe I don't. I don't know the other story. Maybe I would have liked that better. But I still kind of like this a lot. So I'm not gonna. I you won't hear me complaining about mm-hmm. it. It was good. <laughs> Yeah, like that scene was mm-hmm. powerful where she fully paralyzes a room full of people and then slowly oh, yeah. murders them. I was like, I don't give a damn what the book Same. said. I don't intense. care. This scene is shot Same. beautiful. Like the 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 fact that these people's eyes are like fully freaking yes. out and they can't do anything and she's just like slowly one at a time mur- and they're like, so I can't calm. get I can't get away. I can't get away. Right. It's like yes. Go for it. Go for it. I was just like this. I, I yeah. had nothing to say. I was just quiet. Just yep, yep, yep. She's doing this. this is so good. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I think I, the whole thing was was really done well. I think my only and thing is very small. Not even small. It was kind of a medium thing. Was when they killed Lambert early, and I was like, that was my thing too. I'm not sure how this is why we did this. I'm not sure because I'm like he's a pretty not important Lambert, character. Uh, what's his name? Sorry. uh yeah, Eskel, the young guy. Yeah, when he killed Eskel, yeah. I was like, Eskel is important because Eskel's a part of the, the the battle when they get to the the like when the wild hunt gets yeah. to there. Like he's a part of that fight. I'm like, why would you get rid of him? He's a pretty important. And like, I was kind of like, okay, Henry, you're in here. You're in this, like, you're fully backing the show. I know you've read the books. I know you've read the games. I know you probably said something. Maybe they mentioned a bigger thing that you were like, okay, that right. makes sense. But I was fully like, oh, he'll be fine. They'll cure him and they we'll move on because, you know, him. Lambert and Iskel are like the two that are like his, like, buddies. You know, they were with him when he, like, crossed the, uh, <laughs> the when he crossed the grasses to become a witcher. Like, they, they were all line brothers and whatnot. Uh, so I fully was like, yeah, this is his squad, but I'm like, holy! Are you gonna murder like, him? We're gonna do something. Let me get the stab. I was, I was like, fully... he's dead. <laughs> that was the one shock for me. Besides uh, Frangela, I was just like, oh my god, you killed a not a main, but like a secondary character. Like that was pretty important to the overall story. I was really surprised by that. I was like, oh wow, like y'all are really trying to be like, great. You you might think you know right. the series in the game but like you, you don't. don't and i was like oh all right okay okay with your series shook me up i was i thought i knew what was gonna happen but y'all are like nah nah You're like you ain't seen nothing yet this is our version of the witcher i was just like okay yeah. I, will keep watching. I mean i mean they even made uh Besamir very sensitive like they made him ext- like they emotion. made him like real sensitive like yeah he had a whole lot of emotion and a book series that's mostly about like do wizards have emotions or is it more or less what people are putting onto them or are they embodying being emotional it's like a whole back and forth of like do they have do they not have it do we put it on a front but here it's like no he's gonna fully cry he's gonna he's gonna cry in this scene he considers all these people mm-hmm. the sons and like in a very deep like paternal way so it's kind of like oh we're going like we're, we're like peeling back a bunch of layers here all right we're getting to the soft scenery witcher core of this group here okay yeah i was not prepared of the emotions i mean i wasn't prepared for my own emotions but then i wasn't prepared of the emotions of the witchers because they all were going through a lot i mean i mean i know like with even with siri them just actually caring about like there were her uncles you know it was it was like a cute little family moment and 
I just wasn't expecting so much just emotion. And even with mm-hmm. even with Henry, his character, you know, he actually says that we're without emotion. And then he like totally with the opposite the next scene from there and i was just like yeah oh, all y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i i mean i'm not gonna again yeah. i'm not complaining i was just, i will I'll, I'll move to a complaint wow. okay. it's a pros and a con complaint um the, one of the pros <laughs> is witchers got magic this season okay. and that's so great because they like had like no magic in season one and they were they were blasting <laughs> shield all over they the place yeah no they that. absolutely they got a budget for like some real ass magic it was They're great uh, for it but I feel oh, like CJ, this yeah, show please. started. Do y'all remember the first episode of this show very, like, very well at all? Uh, there was towards the end of that episode. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah, he's uh, yeah, and there was towards the butcher. end of that episode. There was a cool ass fight scene. There was sword play. There was like four or five motions before a camera cut. There was a really cool fight scene in that first episode. And it never happened again for season one or season two. Mm-hmm. They're all super cutty. They're all like, like they got more budget for some of the CGI monsters yep. and creatures this season and stuff, which was good. But the fight scene was no fight scene was ever the same in that show. Mm-hmm. And it's, honestly incredibly disappointing when that's such a huge staple part of the video game series as well is the fights and the action and all of that stuff um this is my complaint to you netflix you need to fix this problem because honestly that's what i loved about it like i know everybody's still watching it you got a lot of fan base you like people still love this show just without it but like seriously i would love some better action scenes come season three and i'm pretty sure i'm not going to get it since season two did so well without it also but it's just it's just disappointing that that's they, they I mean, like i really want to know what happened why did we get that one scene if you if they hadn't teased me with that one fight in season one maybe i wouldn't be complaining about this one time but y'all could do it it was great when you did it i what what happened <laughs> no ray i think you connected it right like ray I, th- I think you made ray i think you made the best connection they used a ton of magic this season they had a ton of scenes with magic and they were going ham on that magic effect. I'm wondering if like the magic budget went up and like the actual sword play budget was like, well, we can't do choreography as much because this magic budget is going really up there and we got to really make all these flames and all these uh, shield blasts look good. So we're just kind of like dip then, into this to like make this look good. And then my other thing is they filmed through the pandemic. Maybe they, they knew they had a certain time to film before knowing that they were going to get shut down again. And so maybe they implemented more magic in the script just so they were able to capture as much of the scene to, to keep going forward. Because, you know, with that fight scene, they would have to hire choreographers and they would have to like train for weeks before filming or i think it was also end season one too I there was nothing else episode in season one. where he got yeah. the title butcher a blaviken after that like after that like butcher a blaviken mm-hmm. moment the fights no other fight nope. scene was ever on par with him single-handedly going in a still like in a in a, in a flowing right. shot there was no longer like a full like one take fight scene ever after that moment like they were like, great, we're gonna hook you with this one episode with this like full range of motion, seeing, fighting, stabbing things. Great. 
Now we're just going to have these quick st- cling, cling, move, cling, cling, cut, right. cling, cling, cut. And we're just going to do it like that from now on. I, I wish there was more action in the season two because, like, not everyone was doing magic. Like, there were people fighting, but it still it was so cut. Sh- it was cut short. So, no, I agree. Yeah, they had all the dinosaurs, though. Like, I think season one also had, like, the gold dragon and it had the goat man that the person even got. To, like death diarrhea uh and it had the genie and it had uh the spider mm-hmm. creature this one had the leshy mm-hmm. it had the scorpion creature it had the cockatrice it had the the wild mm-hmm. hunt the witch the baba mm-hmm. yaga hut like they were fully stacking up as much cgi lore as possible in this season so i definitely think that they were like great like the fight scenes could wait. We're going to really dump all into this Witcher lore, though. We're going to dump it. We're going to bring in a full fight scene with dragons or, or little, like, drakes now that are coming out of this tree portal that also has to be CGI'd. We're also going to have, like, the screen. Like, they went all in. Uh, and, I mean, they, they even gave us, a, you know, some tropes of, like, the of the young ward gets possessed and like everyone around her is murdered because no one wants to hurt her even though she is even though people are actively getting murdered it's like what do we do we gotta stop her we can't hurt her eight people are dead i'm sorry i just know what we can do about that like your eight grown men have died just i'm not sure what you want me to do like we kind of got to take it to that level if we don't because it's just the two of us right that was that was so cold i was just like what what do you do i mean like i'm not gonna lie like i was like but we care about her but she's killing people but then what if you try to kill her she kills you it's like i don't know I don't know. Damned if you do, damned right. if you don't. It was just such a <laughs> scary situation. And then Jaskier yeah, basically kind of helped save the day. Hey, Jaskier is honestly the highlight. And I'm I'm so surprised they waited to drop him in as late as they sad. did. I was right. like, I was like, are y'all really going to wait this long to drop in my man like and drop some new heat? <laughs> and as soon as he dropped the heat of burnt wood, I'm like, y'all need to drop in him earlier. <laughs> This bird with your burn is heat. Like, why is this coming? It's so late. This is a banger out. Yes. I was like, cool, we get it. She doesn't have a magic. What is Jaskier doing, though? Like, my man is out here. Man is out here drunkenly writing love songs about Geralt, but changing his name to the to the butcher. And it's like that was pretty awesome. Take me on a journey of him writing this song drunk and angry at his ex. And it's just like, forget you. I'm gonna I don't need you. I'm fine. My other favorite song is the jail blue horseland song that he was doing in that jail cell. That was a bomb. He was doing it with some spoons and some mice. That song was fire. I love that Cinderella. It was that. I love that scene so much. (laughs) He was killing it. I love him, and it's just. Hopefully, we get more. I was kind of really. That was one of my complaints. Was why are we getting him the second half of this season? Was it the first one? Was just they felt like it was too full for him to still sing, so they felt like they needed to do that. I don't know. I just. Because by the time he's like involved, I'm like, we're getting to the end of the story. Like we're we're getting to the end of the story, and I was kind of like, no, I didn't get enough of him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and he worked out for this. He, he worked did. out for one scene with a shirt off. My like, yeah, my man did it. <laughs> he man did made it. it just in time. You got your trip scene. Because 
Cause he put on some weight from the first season. He was very like normal, like body type. He was like, no, I got, I got the abs and the chest now. I'm ready for this for the shit we're seeing with. Uh, he Mark- did have Henry to be like, you see <laughs> this? This is what you missed. Look at you know. Look at me, Henry Cavill. I can right. also look good too. I can, I can, I, I can do sit ups. <laughs> oh yeah, I just, I love how there's been so many memes of like, um, he was basically what between a divorce of Geralt and Unifer, like they both get, yes because <laughs> first Unifer gives him and then he runs to I think that's hilarious but now like the way it's ended it's like now we can have a happy but very cautious family now <laughs> for we'll now have to wait and see. Like, yeah. I mean if anything I'm worried that we're probably are going to get as we're going to get much fight scenes because when you bring in the wild hunt that is a ton of just magic things happening like they have like frost dogs that have to make an appearance that when they show up are literally made of like shards of like ice that are just running around that's gonna be a big budget their horses are gonna be a budget they're like their full costume the fact that they like turn everything to like winter when they touch ground is gonna be a thing um, like i love that they finally like I, I love that we get the reveal that Amir is here. I also love that they like because I was like, oh, cool. like are we, are we gonna see like this guy in her dream be Amir? And I'm like, yes, he's here. He's fully a, a vicious king. Is like I murdered that baby. Which y'all, that sounds terrible. <laughs> oh gosh, that was so dark that we had to watch that baby get stabbed. I was, I was like, like my eyes, no. I was like Netflix, <laughs> save me Netflix. Save me that Netflix. And Netflix was like, no, no, no. You thought that was bad. <laughs> It was like, wait, no, that was bad. Wait for the next scene. Oh, girl, they show <laughs> they show us, they show the queen of the elves burn sigils on babies. That, that the dark. camera holds it. And then she, she, meanwhile, she's having a full parade in the streets. I'm like, why is no one outside? Like, what are y'all doing? Like, is this <laughs> no one a bunch of on the Marlon, streets? They, they don't question. They just hide. Like, I would be suspicious, I too. Like, it's the like, elves are coming. The elves are here. It's like, oh, we gotta, we gotta get in the house. The elves are outside. <laughs> Racism. Love the door. But then she's fully, like, like and she fully does this whole like almost she's like, like prince of Egypt, right, it was, like literally prince yeah. of Egypt, like where like he sends like his spirit to go get all the babies and all the crying stops. That's what that gave me. Just like all the babies crying, they're like, Whoa. and you just hear screams. My baby, my baby. I was like, damn, she was Netflix. Like, Fuck all, them kids. That's I was just mother, like, mother's rage. I mean, literally, she took that to heart. Fuck them kids. Fuck There's them so many things about it. So I was just like, she literally said that and did that. But they're babies. Still, oh, they're kids. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I think to raise point, this is like, I think this is an example of them fully jumping to things in the book of like great this does happen much later this has to happen now though so we can like hype season three like cool the elves are angry murder these babies all right now great, great. on to the next one uh, <laughs> amir's back great great siri just saw that the wild hunt saw her and then they're coming season three we're gonna go right into uh i think the storm of swords uh and maybe part of the next book as well so they're they're gunning along. I don't know if they have a timeline of five seasons. I don't know if they're trying to get out by five or get out by four, mm. but they are moving through these books at a pretty consistent six. clip. Is it six? Okay, good. Well, if we have them, we if have it's them six, for... they're going to have to slow up. Right. I mean, maybe they'll slow down in season five, maybe to like kind of like stretch it out to for season six, but it's like they're moving pretty quickly through this stuff, though. We'll see. We'll see. <sighs> I just. 
it was a good suit. Se- it was a really good season. Yeah. Like it was solid. Yeah. Um, even for people who are just not aware of the books, like my sister, not books or the game, she really enjoyed it because you know the so so many strong characters and they were going through stuff. You know, this was definitely more Siri focused as she's learning to try to understand who she is, her abilities, and why you know she is there death all around her basically because i was like there was one part where she goes everything around me dies or something and i was like that's not true and then the next like episode like you know there's all these i was like maybe she had a point you do be killing people or there's a lot of death around you girl i mm, don't know about that Yeah, I mean, The Witcher is definitely is Netflix's new cash commodity. I mean, they got the they've dropped the animated series uh, of Vesemir and his sorry his his movie, uh, and now they're going to be doing the prequel, uh, the Blood Origin, which is just focusing on the elves and the first conjunction um, that is yes. mentioned a ton of times mm-hmm. in the books and in the video games, and the the whole backstory is that at a certain point. There weren't monsters on the, on, and also were in the elves. And then one day, the conjunction of spheres happened, of spheres happened, and then elves and monsters and things kind of came out, and our worlds aligned, and things went wild. So we're gonna have a prequel about how all that happened. And I'm interested in like why they decided to go with a prequel. Yeah, um, it's because it's, it's before the world of Geralt and I feel like Geralt I feel like Henry Cavill is like the cash come out of like cool he's in it so I'm wondering if they're like people will like the Witcher property um, even if there's a girl in there I think Henry they're right. Cavill in it. because um, when they when nope. they put out Nightmare of the Wolf yeah that's yeah, what I'm saying Michelle that's, Michelle that's star power one, but when they put out Nightmare of the Wolf the first prequel that was that's, really good that's hella star power <laughs> That is that true. Asian that is star true. power, right? It's a whole and like other everyone knows who Michelle Yeoh yep. is, so it's like if you don't know the okay, story, okay. you're gonna go watch yep. Michelle Yeoh, you know. Yeah. But um, no, I feel like the prequels are really great because I don't know if you know this on Netflix, but there's a whole Netflix like library. There's so many little shorts and and like little featurettes to describe more about the world of The Witcher, and it's really cool. Um, like like. How like some of my friends who were like I don't know about this, but they learned a lot. Like at least for this adaptation, they took the time to actually shoot things and categorize things for you to watch. Especially if you were getting to season two and you forgot everything in season one. You know they did a recap, but they also have all these little videos for you to watch. And so I was like, I really think Netflix is really trying to make like be the home of The Witcher, not just for the show and Henry, but Mm. just of everything you know the prequels the Hmm. the the featurettes the short stories all that and i like it's literally like a a mini empire and i kind of like it because it's it's one of the only things netflix has that it's like it's a like it's a whole like fandom in their in their streaming service not a lot of other shows on netflix especially the popular shows on netflix they don't really have that or they don't haven't they haven't reached that power yet to to have a library Right. Yeah. Right. Because they get canceled like after after two seasons. They get canceled or <laughs> are you, is that is that like my about? Talking about a lot of shows that I watched on Netflix oh, that okay. have gotten canceled. Like, really Sabrina. Uh, no, uh, uh, Marco Polo as one specifically. Like, okay, Marco Polo also was a crazy. But I fucking love that show. show. I've, never never like, I've never seen that. When I saw, so good. When, it, it, it's a it's a dope show. But also, 
the fact that they put out so much money for two seasons. How much? I'm like, y'all, that was a recipe for disaster. Because like they were shooting on location in I think Mongolia. And they were also going to shoot it like and I was like, it's like, what are y'all doing? Like, just get a studio. Like y'all can't be or go to like like a, a plane somewhere in like the Midwest, y'all really out here really going to Mongolia. Do Game of Thrones stuff. That's true. So good. They also had really great like army scenes. They had really great like big rooms with like multiple people. They also had this. They, I will say that Marco Polo also was the pre-Witcher because he also had the Thousand Eyes. Oh my God, prequel, I love him. Which was a dope <laughs> prequel. <laughs> Because Thousand Eyes so got much. hands. Okay. A man is blind, he but was, he was anybody. knocking folks out. <laughs> oh, what? He was hitting folks with like his knuckle and his pinky finger and knocking people out. He was just like, <laughs> it was what great. Is- but yeah, like also, Mar- Marco Polo also had a ton of fight scenes that were uh, just one take. What's the show about? There are a ton of like, there are a ton of Marco Polo. Marco Polo. That's it's the- it's <laughs> like a colonizer, no. though? Well, it's not exactly the show. The, the show sh- um, offers him up as like the lead, but it's really He's about everybody else. Up. Like, oh, okay. yeah. it's a white guy, but it's a, it's yeah. a Asian cast. Okay, okay, oh, yeah. okay. So, and Marco Polo also was like kind of sort of sold to the yeah. con. Or, like his dad was like, yeah. "It's my really son. fucked up." And he was like, yeah. "What the fuck, dad?" And then the con was like, "You're my you're you're, so, yeah. you're my ward now." He's like, "I'm a grown man." Like, great, you're my ward though. Yeah. Oh wow! And so, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Also, because the con took. A bunch of like his his whole core was like this guy was from like I think uh, the other guy was from like I think India right a guy from India yeah. and a guy from China that he had gotten also in like a trade they were like on his council because he's like cool like, I want to have he was like basically like I want to be aware of everyone's culture mm-hmm. because if I know their culture that I can better fight them. So I know, great, they don't like this particular, like, animal or this particular... I'm going to, like, coat our, like, arrows in, like, pig's blood or something to, like, really, like, mess with them on another level. It's like, I want to know them so I can break them. Oh, okay. It's a very good show. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Check it out. And they got counted the two seasons, but it was a great show. I heard people complain about it, but I was just like, why are we complaining about it? (laughs) Okay. That sounds really well. well. I I really enjoyed it. It was the pre-Witcher. Like, they were going in on the show, but I do think that they were hoping for more numbers, which even now Netflix is, like, fighting for more numbers. It's it's an issue. But it was like, but even then they were like, cool, like, this show's not pulling in new numbers, so we're going to move, like, you're going to move on from a very successful show? All right, Netflix. Well, it sucks because, you know, season two, they tease the, uh, the Crusades, I think. Is that what they were teasing? Something big was coming, and I was like, "I want to well, see it." The emperor it was done because, like, because because the emperor just got laid out. It was the pope. I think it was the, like I think at some point they went back and it was either a pope or someone, someone in England yeah. was like, "Someone was we coming." Have to someone deal with big the was con. coming, and they were and they, and they literally ran that does sound like at, at the end of season two. <laughs> They're like, "Let's go." Yeah. Anyway. Oh. R.I.P. Um, back R. to R. Netflix things, but yeah, um, I know Witcher. Season three of Richard comes out December 2023. I'm there, like swimwear, like you don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> I will stay up again. Actually, I didn't get a chance to watch it for the first few weeks because I was on vacation. But then when I did sit down uh, with my boyfriend and his family, who who really loves The Witcher, and we actually sat down and watched like four episodes back to back, and I was just like this is all happening so fast uh it was just really enjoyable and now that it's over i'm just like dang that that's it that's why that's wait it till next year. wait till next year probably 
sadly. Yeah. Now, Kat, what I am hoping for that we get as we wrap up is um, they're doing a lot, all these callbacks. You know, Artemis Fowl was a terrible movie. Um, I'm willing to say that out loud. It's a great series. They did a terrible job at hopefully. One with the dragon. Uragon? Aragon. Also, terribly done movie for a book that was entertaining. I was so disappointed how bad that was. What I am hoping they do, it's very low lift. Disney Plus. Hear my pitch. Magic Treehouse. (gasps) Wait, what? Matt. The the Magic Treehouse series of books. Are you you, you familiar with this, Eming? I don't know. I'm not sure. Basically, these kids go into said treehouse because it is magic uh and it takes them on adventures they at some point end up with dinosaurs at a certain point in time every time they go into there it is a whole other adventure uh so like disney this this gives me disney original channel series show (laughs) of like kids go into a house or a treehouse it's an adventure it's an easy sell i've never heard this before come on and there are like a thousand because they keep making them (laughs) So I've only read, and I remember this because I was a real big fan. Because I used to always go to the book fair, I used to always get two, and I used to flex on kids like, "Oh, I got two books from the book fair." Because you know, as a kid, that's what you do when you yep. get like books from the book. Because those books were like fifteen bucks or like ten. I was like, "Yo, these books are expensive. I got two of them." <laughs> what you will <laughs> do? You got, and, and, and like, what did you get? Oh, a bookmark. <laughs> because every kid could only afford a bookmark because these book fairs were ridiculous. Galactic book fairs. Lower your prices. This Maybe is ridiculous. Anyway, like as high as can. Yeah. Anyway, I remember I had I think like I had book 60, 64. I want to say sixty nine. Wish ah, I had sixty nine. Nice. Didn't have sixty nine. <laughs> I had book sixty four though. I had book sixty four, <laughs> and uh, I was like, "This is my collection. <laughs> this my is collection. I, I've reached this point of like this is I, I'm cool. I got sixty four treehouse books. Uh, but yeah, like this is easy. Like this is this is a low lift." And, like, they can make this happen. This could be a Disney Plus, like, kid show. Um, I have a pitch to go with that. If they do make that, I need them to make an mm-hmm. animated version of the Animorphs. That's all I want. Oh, we saw, oh I want we that. Animorphs no, is Animorphs be can't amazing. be on Disney. Animorphs needs to be on Hulu because uh, Animorphs deals with some real serious did, things. Cat. No, 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 Cat. There is a full teenager who has to live his life out as a and there's bird. a teenager that, that kind of tries up. to kill people because he's bad. It's David, Toby, yes. right? Um, That's but Toby. Toby, yes, Toby. Tobias. The saddest yeah. story I've so ever read sad. in my life. So it's Tobias, where uh. he literally saves someone else, but he does, does so more at his out own. Hours, yeah. And he can't, and he, he can't, and he can't be a human ever again. His family's looking for him. That's why I'm thinking it should be on Hulu because they could at least no. have us talk about like. Also, I feel like if you were to modern day it up a bit, because those kids are way too G for what high school looks like. I'm not saying go Euphoria. I'm not saying go Euphoria. I'm not saying go Euphoria. I'm not saying go Riverdale. What I am just saying is that we just take. Yeah, like I feel like it's an alien invasion series, yes. which is really fun to do, and it has kids. So I'm thinking maybe like attack the block, yes. maybe like something where it's like these kids have these powers, and there's an alien invasion happening, and they can't trust adults. Like that is so like coming of age story that would it would do well. It would do well, and we could probably get. I also say that we could probably get a much better CGI rendering of. That alien creature uh, that is literally half scorpion, Mr. half horse, has like a, a a 
man body yeah, yeah, yeah. up top, Dandelite. but it has like two eyes and oh, no. two tentacles and like the yeah, two yeah, yeah. things yeah, yeah. up top. Dandelite. No mouth and ears. Yeah, that thing is terrifying on paper. Yes. I want to see that looked much better with this rendering of CJ as opposed to like back in the day where it looked like a big old, like a, a Play-Doh person. <laughs> like Gumby's <laughs> cousin or something. It didn't look good. It didn't look good. So Gosh. I want that updated because I think it's a fun story. Also, it has the best creepy factor that makes it like edgy. These things get into your ear. No, the ear. And the it's going to make you squirm. Yeah. Literally, it's the ear. And it's like, oh, I don't like that. And that's and what it makes it a fun story. And it gets because some family members are, they yes. got it. And then you have to pretend that they don't know How when these family members go out dark. and kill people. I will, I will leave it there. <laughs> it's I, dark. I'll tell you, honestly, it, it is, it is very you. dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was dark. I'll tell you <laughs> after this. It's really dark. Oh, please tell me this. I feel like I I, feel all, I would love to know how it ends, though. I had all seven. No, I had all 84 books um, as a child. And I, I read them over and over and over again. I had my own fan fiction. I made my own comic strip. Like, this is my very book not as a child. Even a little um, bit. Katie Applegate <laughs> is still out there. Um on facebook saying if you want to write a letter to me i'm like i'm about to write her a letter and be like you were my favorite author as a child and because of you i am the way i am today um i need this to be a mini series on netflix blame her for that as an animated i feel like animation works best because like we had live action and it was cool but with animorphs i really want to see because when they talk about the fight scenes i really want to see the fight scenes like happen and i feel like animation is the best way to show that so that is my pitch to go That's along true. with marlon's pitch on what shows need to be happening on streaming um apps it's a very scary show that i think about it honestly i'm surprised i was allowed to read that book and watch that show i as mean my kid. mom didn't know so i was very like, lucky too like literally looking back on some of the content really that was dark. on Nick at night i really feel like my mom should have been like we are not you can't watch this this is like a horror show like, yeah. <laughs> like there are several scenes where like they go into like a building, trying to get people out, and there are like creatures in the building, and they go into a room, and there's something like being held down as they're dropping yep. slugs into ears. I'm like, this is a terrifying yep. show. Yep, I need. Also, to this creature is like stabbing people with its like scorpion tail. This is. Terrible. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's that's all I got on my front for pictures, and hopefully, hopefully we, can we get see to see our shows some, come to life you know, in the future. Hopefully, you know, just at Twitter, you know, Twitter will do it. Um, at Twitter. Hey everyone, thank you listeners for listening to this episode of the day. Thank you for taking the time to check us out and listen to everything we have to say. Please feel free to stop by on our social media, which is Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our new website, where we even have more content for you to read and ponder and talk about and laugh and all those good things. Um, yeah, so we all have, hope you have a great week. Until then, stay safe. Try to pop open a book about some kind of young adult fantasy because it's coming. The rise is coming. We're bringing all this stuff back. So keep reading, but also geek on. <laughs> this episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California. <laughs>